joined by ABC News correspondent Jim Ryan as the uh, race seems to already be called. Projections calling uh, Raphael Warnock the winner in that uh, runoff election for the Georgia Senate seat. And, you know, Jim, was the timing of this at all surprising, knowing how thin that margin was that uh, called for the recount in the first place or the uh, runoff in the first place? Not not really. I mean, statistically, I mean, the, the, the breakdown was 51.4% to 48.6. And that probably is not going to change a whole lot. I think the 98% of the precincts reporting had, had actually checked in last night. And so uh, the, all the networks were comfortable in making the projection that Raphael Warnock had, in fact, won. It wasn't a huge margin, only about 100,000 votes in an election that drew something like 7 million ballots altogether. So yeah, so it, it's a close um, close margin between Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker, and certainly something for both parties to chew on as they start looking at the 2024 general election. Right, and and this in a state that elected a Republican by quite a bit as as uh, their governor. So, what does that say about the state? Is it solidly purple? Is it leaning more blue? I mean, what does it say? Well, Warnock was the only Democrat to win a statewide office. You know, Brian Kemp, you're right, the uh, uh, the governor, uh, Brad Raffensperger, the st- secretary of state, they both had easy victories uh, last month in November. Uh, but, yeah, Raphael Warnock becomes the only Democrat to win. So I'm not quite sure that it's purple, really. Like a lot of states, um, you know, including California and Texas, New York, I suppose, the the ur- the urban areas the cities are the places where you're going to find kind of the blue streak where democrats where more liberal people are living out in the country is where you'll find conservatives and the same holds true here in georgia so places like savannah and atlanta and columbia that you know those are the places with democratic strongholds they're the ones that Raphael warnock depended upon to propel him to a full six-year term yeah and as you mentioned you know uh, especially in georgia you know Brian Kemp and Brad Raffensperger cruised to kind of that easy victory in those statewide races. And uh, Herschel Walker, obviously, not sharing that same fortune. Is that also because of, you know, his close ties to the former president, where those other two very victorious Republicans in Georgia kind of had very established cut ties? Yeah, they, they backed off somewhat from Donald Trump. Uh, Herschel Walker did not, although Trump did not come down here to Georgia to campaign for him. Uh, President Biden didn't come down and campaign for Raphael Warnock either. But, no, you're right. We, we heard some of that from different Republicans, even officials, uh, you know, elected officials here in Georgia. They couldn't vote for Herschel Walker because either they felt that he wasn't a good candidate on his own or because they didn't like that he had been tied initially to Donald Trump. You know, they've got misgivings about his candidacy. So, and I think Trump might also have to take a look at that, too. He wasn't a kingmaker in this midterm season. And how does that affect his own presidential run in 2024? Right. It, it, does this harken back to uh, when we had the Tea Party revolution, uh, you know, in political terms, as it's called, and, and you saw more extreme candidates winning primaries on the Republican side and then going on to win those uh, major offices? In this case, it seems like the more extreme candidates did not we're not able to pull that off in these big elections. I'm thinking Arizona and now Georgia. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. You know, and um, it could be that the country is kind of moderating away from either extreme out there. And uh, But you're right. Yeah, they, the Tea Party folks, they did pretty well for a few cycles and then 
kind of died down a bit. And those who were elected into office kind of uh, backed away from some of what people thought was their original ideology. So, yeah, I think that the country, and it's, it's always been like that, hasn't it? I mean, you've got folks, people, people who run for office generally are pretty far outside the norm or outside the mainstream. Most of America lives somewhere in that that uh, buffer zone, either, you know, 10 yards either side of the 50-yard line, and a lot of folks uh, who run are out in the end zones. Yeah, so, you know, obviously this really kind of gives a little bit of breathing room to the Senate now with that 51 uh, seat margin, but what does this kind of race and uh, seeing uh, especially what happened in Georgia between Warnock and uh, Walker, what could that kind of show nationally as we turn to our next big one is uh, now it seems like all eyes will be on 2024. Well, absolutely. I think Georgia is set up again as a potential battleground state. It's going to be an important state because, uh, as, as you'd say, there, they, it kind of is vacillating between Democrats and Republicans, at least at the ballot box. Uh, so, yeah, Georgia will be crucial. And, you know, I think maybe some candidates may take a look at this. They'll try to learn lessons from it. The Democrats want to know why uh, Raphael Warnock had, why it was such a close margin with Herschel Walker, 100,000 vote margin. Now, Republicans want to know why did Herschel Walker not win? Should we be looking for better candidates to put up against the Democrats? So I think everybody has something to learn from this. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, thank you, Jim Ryan, ABC News correspondent, uh, as the examination of election 2022 continues. And this would be, I guess, the final uh, elective activity that we had to worry about in this country. Thank you. Thanks, Shannon.